0: this insert is brought to you by radio k pulpit 7 to 9 a.m please visit kpulpit.co.za ho 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 and a merry christmas you guys from here on 180 Degrees, you're tuned into Radio K Pulpit at 7 to 9 a.m. And it is our Christmas episode. Ooh, ooh,
1: ooh. I didn't you just love Zoe's intro? <laughs> Did
0: you not just love Zoe's intro? Oh my goodness, I'm feeling extra festive, Very festive. today. festive. <laughs> yes, I'm feeling almost like, I want to say Santa, but ironically, I didn't grow up believing in Santa. But I feel like he is out there with his reindeer Just (laughs) doing the festive things But we have a beautiful reason for the season, you guys Inga, how are you doing this evening?
1: I am doing very, very good, Zoe Uh, I am excited for festive Today is actually my sister's birthday Oh my Five days before Christmas Today (gasps) is actually her birthday And yeah, so after this I am going to be with her Mm. And we're just going to spend the night there.
0: You must tell her I say happy birthday. I definitely a will. merry Christmas. Wow, that's so lovely. Uh, I'm doing quite well, actually. I I finished my semester literally like a month ago, but I'm still mm. just... The freedom is beautiful, you it's, know? I was going to say, you <laughs> must love it. <laughs> I was in bondage for most of the years to exams and <gasps> cases and legislation, but it's bondage fine now. Bondage is a <laughs> <laughs> That's how it felt, girl. If you guys want to let us know how your Christmas is going, how you're celebrating, please WhatsApp us at 081791657. We would love to hear from you guys. We have such a fun-filled mm. show for I'm you excited. guys. I'm mm. excited. I'm mm-hmm. excited. You have nice what's sound in Cape Town, a beautiful Bible quiz, and we have a very interesting guest. He's going mm. to be talking to us about worship ministry. Yes. You guys don't want to miss that one. It's going to start roughly at about 20 past 7, but you should stay tuned so let's listen to this fun tune that we have cape town cape town cape town cape town what's down in Cape cape town now we are in the what's down in cape town section of the show this week is themed around glamping because of course most people like to go away for the christmas season we cannot blame them it's been a long year filled with stressful situations and sometimes you just want to escape town and go somewhere relaxing so we have three fun glamping places that you guys can consider going to the first one is Volverhook private nature reserve secluded is only the tip of the iceberg when describing this breathtaking escape Hidden in the untouched Casey Valley, just outside the Karoo town of Montague, the private nature reserve is managed by owners Rue van der Vault and Robin de Carver, and is is a wonderfully isolated haven, far removed from the stress of daily life, where birdsong, faint voice plains, and stunning accommodations set the scene for an off-the-grid escape. There is currently only one glamping unit, so you guys might want to rush to book it. And there is going to be an introduction of two that are currently being built. This place, unfortunately, is not child friendly, neither is it pet friendly, and it costs about 2.5 per night for two adults. So you can go there with your friend, maybe your spouse. This is a wonderful opportunity. The next place is the Tented Lodge at Botirskorp, halfway between the seaside towns of George and Mossel Bay, which I've been to, and both of them are quite nice with views of the Indian Ocean on one side and the Otanikwa Mountain on the other. The Score Private Game Reserve allows visitors to immerse themselves in the true beauty of the magnificent garden route with the Lux Safari Edge. It is kid-friendly unlike the first one but only for kids older than 6 years old. However, just like the first one, it is not pet-friendly so you cannot bring Fido to this one. This place has units that sleep between 2 to 4 people and it costs 5.3 per night for two adults. Next And the last one, but certainly not the least one, is the Taniqua treetops. This eco-friendly lodge takes glamping to another level. A few levels above the ground, actually. The spacious trees spread over a wide area to ensure inhabitants have their privacy and have been constructed in a way that it minimizes the impact on the surrounding landscape. If you're looking to escape, this is quite literally the place. As there's likely no one you will see up here. You won't run into anyone you went to high school here. Unfortunately, (laughs) this place is child friendly, but unfortunately not pet friendly. And it sleeps about two to four people per unit. The couples cost about 1.98 per unit. It depends on the season and the family family package is 2.79 nine seven per unit and is also dependent on the season however these apply to the christmas season but yeah if you guys heard any of these three locations and you're considering going glamping and we think you should apparently it's a life-changing experience you can head on down to either of these places and go but for now let's just go on into the groovy movie section of the show zoe on 180 degrees (laughs) 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 time to watch the movies now we are in the groovy movie section of the show and things are getting festive but not too festive i considered making this week's groovy movie something extra Christmassy, but then i was like nah Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they would expect. Yeah. And here on 180 Degrees, we like to keep you on your toes, mm-hmm. but not in suspense. So this week's groovy movie comes from the early 2000s. It was a movie made from a series that was on a show loved by many children. That's enough. That's
1: enough. <laughs> I was going to say, I see you about to say something more.
0: <laughs> yes, I had to really hold my hands back mm-hmm. before I just gave it away just like that. But if you guys have any idea what this week's Groovy movie, and I really do hope you do, because this show was watched by... Quite a few people. It's quite a cult classic. Me included. Mm. I actually didn't watch this show, but I have seen the movie. It was before my time. Oh. I even think, I'm think i not even sure we had DSTV at that point in time. But if you guys have any idea what this week's groovy movie is, please WhatsApp us. The name of the movie to 0817291657. I repeat, 0817291657. We really hope you know it because it just feels like your childhood would be a little bit richer if you do. But yeah, just get your phones out. Maybe Shazam it if you are really that desperate. But we would love to hear from you. So listen up. 180 degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Have you ever seen
1: such a beautiful night? I could almost kiss the stars for shining so
2: bright.
0: www.imymovements.co.za. Zoe on one eighty degrees. So we just started this week's groovy movie, and we gave you guys a fun one. It was a cool one from the early 2000s that a lot of people watched and a lot of people loved this song was fantastic mm. and a lot of you guys got this correct as I knew you would because it was a staple in your childhood it wasn't mine as well so I don't even feel like I need to give you guys the answer but I will it is what dreams are made of" from the Lizzie McGuire movie Lizzie fun, Maguire. so good fun <laughs> fact you guys they almost did like a remake of that show it with is. Her. Yeah, as an adult they started shooting and everything I'm not sure what happened oh. but they had to scrap everything yeah
1: I don't Think that would have worked out,
0: but you know, they've been doing that like they did that with <laughs> iCarly, they did that with Full House. Did the iCarly one come out? It's come out, they've oh, they've like finished season one. I haven't seen a single episode, but apparently, it's not bad. But you know, I am very judgmental of things like that, so I will have to <laughs> tune in myself and see if they are not lying. But yeah, all of you guys who guessed that correctly, you can give yourselves a pat mm-hmm. on the back. You know, good cinema. Awesome, awesome.
1: So we have officially come to my favorite part of the show, Mm. the interview section. And tonight we are joined by Pastor Ashley Ardenser, the worship team pastor at The Love Church. Good evening, Pastor Ashley. Thank you for joining us.
2: Uh, Good evening, Inga. Good evening, Zoe. It's glad to be here with you guys.
1: Awesome, awesome. We're glad to have you back again. So tonight, the first question I want to ask is what led you to the music ministry?
2: Yeah, that's that's not a actually a difficult question. It's actually I think music has always been in my blood.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um so yeah, and I just feel when I do music basically it is just something that releases in me. It's like a almost want to say like a toxin that is released, that is just calming me, that's allowing me to to feel a connection with God and, mm-hmm. and, and with his spirit.
0: Hmm. I'm so glad to hear you describe it like that, because I believe that the act of both performing music and listening to it is a deeply spiritual experience. And the fact that you are able to use it in a way to, you know, anchor yourself onto God and draw yourself closer into him. That is honestly beautiful. We can reach so many people through music ministry. So I would like to ask you, (laughs) Pastor Ashley, what is your favorite part about ministry?
2: My favorite part about ministry is is just working with people, Um, the different people in life. You get people from all walks of life that experience different things. And for me, it's always a joy sometimes just to listen to people and also just to be able to impart in other people's life, whether it be with music and whether it's just sitting and listening to them.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. It sounds like a really ministry-based thing, like to get to spread the Word of God. Yeah, that's correct, yes. That's correct.
1: So, Pastor Ashley, we would like to ask, how has God influenced your journey?
2: Wow, Inga, that is that is actually a very good question. Um, if I think of my journey, I've, I got saved at the age of 14. Hmm. Um, and I'm now, the 14 turned around, I'm 41.
0: <laughs> you? But
2: <Sure>. um, Yeah, <laughs> I think about it. Um, but I actually at the age of five actually my mom used to tell me I was sitting in the yard in the front of the yard and I saw people walking past the house on their way to church and I actually asked my mother at that stage when I was five years old where is this people going to and she actually asked me uh, What what do I want to know and I said no, I want to know where this people is going to and she answered me and she says they're going to church and I asked the question now why aren't we in church Ooh, okay. and since so, that time I've been in church uh, been in ministry in music
0: mm-hmm.
2: um youth leader all over the show but i mm-hmm. really found the place where god has needed me so that is so the i've been since the age of five already i've been journeying with god um, god has taken me on the path so so god has really influenced me into where i don't know anything else i don't know clubs i don't know um the nice life of going to a disco or dance, and i just know church i just know god mm-hmm. in all
0: mm-hmm. this sure That really is very beautiful and pure to And it's very, And it's very rare. Yes. Because lots
1: of people, if they grew up in church, they're kind of like, I'm done with it now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The fact that you were not only just so young and I feel like, I feel like that might have been a bit of a supernatural experience. Like as a child wanting to go to church, because Mm. I'm not saying that children don't want to go to church. but I haven't met many children yeah. who are like, I'm going to go to church, mommy, with my friends. And I feel like yeah. in doing that, you most likely led the rest of your family maybe to Christ as yeah. well, because they would obviously have to come with you because you're, you were an infant. You yeah. couldn't take yourself to church. So even at a young yes, age, you were basically evangelizing, which is, that's yeah. insane. Wow. Yeah,
2: I think it was more the curiosity of, of where, what is, because in the area where we grew up, people were walking everywhere. Um, yeah. But they were mm. dressed up with their hats, on the shoes, the, the clothes, the ties, the suits, and I think the curiosity actually drew me to go to and find out what is actually happening. Yes, mm. yes. but yeah, it's, it's it's been a really great journey so far.
0: I would like to ask you what the vision is that you have for your worship team, especially for the year ahead. As we are at the end of the year, actually.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think our, our vision for our team, my vision for our team is just that they're just be really grounded in, mm. in God. Um, I know there's a lot of churches or a lot of worship teams that would like to uh, produce or release their own sound or their own music. Mm. But for me, uh, that is not so much a priority as to allow my team to, to grow, um, mm. to create a unity and also to train others up because yeah. sometimes we get so focused on releasing an album and we want to go into the atmospheres, but we forget about those that needs to get into the kingdom, into the ministry, mm-hmm. and needs to grow as well with you. So we like to, I would like to impart more, because worship is not just about singing and playing. So true. Worship is about a character. It's about your integrity. It's about how mm-hmm. you love your life, how you're discipling others. That is what worship is. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's very inspirational to hear you yeah. say that, because I feel like in looking at many of the churches that have very big, high-budget worship teams, it's almost as Mm. if they've turned worship ministry into a kind of, like, gospel pop music. Like, you look at the... Not that there's anything wrong with it. Like, I think it's nice. Mm. But sometimes I feel like the focus is more on creating an entertaining show Mm. rather than actually leading... Yes, yeah, yeah, leading people to actually worship God. So to know that that is your priority and not, you know, getting an album out. Not that there's anything wrong with that. That's very relieving. Mm. Mm.
1: Pastor Ashley, I would like to ask, what are some of the highs and lows, you know, being part of the music ministry?
2: Yeah, Inga, I think some of the lows being part of a ministry like this, especially when it comes to a worship ministry, is that worship is the only department or the only ministry in a church that is basically um, requires a lot of your time because Mm. it's not only a Sunday morning you need to have rehearsals your worship team needs to practice at home um, the craft their their voices so Mm. when you come together as a to rehearsals we just put everything together so it is the lows I would say is more got to do with the time um, and the commitment that needs to be put in but the highs on the other hand is to see the outcome of the Holy Spirit moving on a Sunday morning service, mm. um, at your gatherings, your youth, at your life groups, and just to see how when God uses the ministry, this ministry or this team is how the move of God is being elevated and shown into how people's lives are transformed. That for me is the nice.
1: Awesome, awesome. That sounds, Yeah, oh, that's absolutely amazing. And, you know, for someone that is listening right now and they are maybe interested in becoming part of the music ministry in their church, is there any word of advice that you can give them?
2: Yeah, I think that is always a daunting thing uh, when it comes to a lot of churches and worship teams. People sometimes see or they perceive that there's something happening on that platform and they see, wow, the team is sorted out, Mm. the band is on par, the vocals is on par. And and I have that experience. I actually over the um, last week had this experience where somebody spoke to me and he says, and I asked him, do you play an instrument? He says, yes. I said, Invited him to our rehearsal. And he says to me, no, man, you guys are sorted. You know, <laughs> the, the way you guys play. And, and when I tell him it's actually just plain and simple notes and chords, it's just because we play in synergy and every guy knows his part. It makes it easy and it makes it sound like something big is happening. Yeah. What I would tell people is step out go to your, to the leader of the team, go to the pastor of the team, go audition. It doesn't matter what skill you have. Your skill, or even if it's an inter skill, will help somewhere, it will impart somewhere, it will bring relief to somebody that is a bit overburdened in the ministry, that's overcommitted. Yeah. Where even if you need to play three chords, your three chords can can play a song, it can be used in a song. So true. And that will help somebody else to just to take a break.
0: Mm. No, I think that's very... Yeah,
2: so that is... Yeah, sorry. So that is, that is what I saying. So, so step out, speak to people, find out what is the skills required. Uh, some teams have and requirements, some doesn't have requirements. For instance, with us, our vocals need to come for an uh, audition. Uh, audition. Our band, you need to be able to come and play. But if you've got basic skills, we will still allow you, but we'll take you through a training process yeah, eventually assuming. to get onto the platform.
0: No, I think it's so important. Sometimes the first thing you need to do is just take that step. It may be very scary. Maybe you have a fear of rejection. But if this is what you want to do and what God has called you to do, to join the worship ministry of your church, just take the first step and go speak to the worship minister and ask them what you can do to join. So I would like to ask you, Pastor Ashley, has COVID affected your ministry in any way?
2: Yeah, it actually did. And mm-hmm. not for the negative, actually. It actually oh. um, had a, a great positive impact on our on our ministry, worship ministry in our church. Um, because it actually, because we also went online, it has created us to put in a little bit more extra, um, to get more disciplined. So it brought the positive side. Uh, you see, sometimes we, we come to familiar and to accustomed to a way of doing things.
0: Correct. And we become mm-hmm.
2: relaxed. Yeah. Um, but what COVID now did is because we had a bigger platform, because now it's not only... 400 people listening to us on a Sunday morning. It's now thousands and thousands. So true. Thousands of people. It's like with you on the radio. So now you need to upskill yourself. You need to be more presentable. You need to, to know what you are doing and, and just portray God through everything that you are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is what COVID did for us. It grew our team, mm-hmm. yeah. not only spiritually, but it also grew our team in way where they can witness um, more discipline and respect for, for the craft.
1: Yes. and yeah. the
2: skills that God has given us.
1: You know, yeah. I think that's absolutely amazing, Pastor Ashley. And the one thing I want to ask, because a couple of weeks ago, we also spoke to another couple in music ministry yeah. and worship. And what is it like to be in, you know, a worship ministry alongside your wife?
2: Well, no, that is, for me, it's it's such a blessing. Mm. Um, I think I always make reference to it, that it is sometimes difficult for a husband and wife to be in ministry but in different ministries because if mm. the husband has to go this side the wife needs to be this side but for for me and my wife it is such a blessing we are uh, married 17 years and wow. we've dated seven years so it's it's
0: a, quite wow. a long time
2: Shuf. but we've always been we've always been part of a music ministry we've always sang and played together in worship so it's like there's that unity is already there so yes. the bible even says we God, command where unity, God commands a blessing. Mm. So we believe that us being in unison already is already creating a blessing within our team. And and I couldn't ask God for a better partner than what I have. Because I know her on, st- on the platform. She knows me on the platform. We complement each other the best way possibly. And I think uh, a lot of people miss that. Uh, we don't overshadow each other. I know my strengths. She knows my strengths. I know her strengths. Yes. Um, and, and we just know how to fill each other in. And that is what's important is to have a partner that can serve with you in ministry and understand the conditions and the the, the, the commitment of ministry, basically. Mm-hmm. That's what's important with it.
0: Mm-hmm. I would like to ask this question for the listeners out there, maybe who are not entirely sure of what a worship minister does. And can you explain to us what it is exactly that a worship minister has to do
2: yeah for in in our setup so myself and my wife we are the you know, uh, the oversight spiritual oversight of our worship team um, but we are also uh, it also depends on us on what songs are are selected for the Sunday morning services mm-hmm. um, the planning the preparation of the music we obviously need to be prayed up uh, we need to be in sync with what God wants. We also need to be in sync with our lead pastors or whatever's been ministered mm. on a Sunday morning. So far, we've been really on par. Where we sometimes don't even submit the songs to our senior pastors, but we are in line with what the theme is for that Sunday morning. Um, oh. And also, it's not just about the platform. It's not about just about singing. Our role is also about caring for those that is serving with us in the team. Yes. To take care of the spiritual needs, to pray with them, to share a word with them, to encourage them. So it's it's just more than just standing on a Sunday morning on the platform, singing and playing an instrument. It's about taking care Mm. of those that is ministering with you, the team.
0: I feel like many people who are not or have never been a part of a worship team don't realize all the background that happens. Like I mentioned before, they think it's just singing, but they don't realize that there's thought that goes behind the song choice. Mm. This thought that goes behind looking after the people on your team, like you said. And thank you for just shining a light on that for us. And there's actually lots of time that goes into it. It's
1: not just that two hours on Sunday morning or that, you know, that few hours at rehearsal Mm -hmm. and then coming on Sunday. Like, tell us, what time does your church start and what time is the worship team there?
2: Yeah, so our first service starts at 8.30 a.m. on a Sunday morning. Um, our technical team is also part of our, of our worship team. Yes. So our technical team needs to report or be be there at seven o'clock, so that they can just switch on the system, make sure everything is on working. Mm. At ten past seven, quarter past seven, our band guys needs to be our musicians. They need to to be there so that they can tune the instruments, make sure everything is okay. And then at half past seven, our vocals uh, needs to be there so that they can do the sound check. Mm. And then we do a quick sound check and by 8 o'clock we are done with our sound check. Then we will go into our prayer room and discuss the flow of the service, pray together. And after they've prayed, they are required to go back into church and greet everybody that is in the church already and even outside mm. standing in the queue. Mm. Um, the reason for that is we want people to be able... We've put pla- What I've learned over the years is that we have put worship teams on a platform. Yes. So... Yes. The congregation or people sitting in the pews don't always get to that person playing the keyboard or getting to that guy sitting behind the drums or even the vocalist. And what happens is that musician or that worship leader becomes so, um, I want to put the word, full of themselves that they can't Mm. interact with everybody. And that allows the person sitting on on that side that's in the pews not being able to worship because there's no connection. So what we've done is we, our team must go greet everybody. They must interact, they must fellowship with the rest of the congregation so that the person sitting in the pews can identify with you on stage yeah. on that platform so that there's a connection mm. because people just see there is Pastor Ashley. Pastor Ashley is not approachable because he goes off the stage into a room mm. and then nobody sees him.
0: Yes, no, we don't yes. do that.
2: We make sure that we interact. With at least everybody in the church mm. on a Sunday morning. There's it's no the there's no superstars service. in the kingdom. Yeah, well. no no superstars here. There's only one superstar. And that's God.
0: Amen.
1: Yes, amen. Thank you so much for joining us this evening, Pastor Ashley, and thank you for sharing a little bit about your journey and about the team. And for those out there that are interested, how can they get a hold of? Okay, not not your number, but how can where can they find you on social media or the team on social media? Where can they find them?
2: Yeah, they can, they can find our, our team on our church's Facebook page. That is TLC underscore The Love Church. Even on YouTube, it's also just uh, The Love Church. It's our YouTube channel. Uh, we're also on Instagram and we are on TikTok under the same um, handles. And if they want to also go to my personal page, it's just Ashley Arons. So they will find me there. Um, and we are on all that platforms.
1: Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Pastor Ashley.
2: No, thank you, Inge. Thank you, Zoe, for having me. And you guys must have a blessed Monday evening further. Thank you, you
1: too. Bye.
2: Okay, bye-bye. Keep well.
0: Mystery Bible Queen
1: So we are in the Bible quiz section of the show, this Christmas Bible quiz. And yes, we didn't keep the groovy movie Christmas, but we are keeping the Bible quiz kind of Christmas. Kind of. Kind of nativity scene vibes. (laughs) Okay, so this week's Bible quiz sounds a little something like this. Which three gifts did the wise men bring for baby Jesus when he was born? Yeah. Which three gifts did the three wise men bring baby Jesus when he was born? You can WhatsApp us on 081-729-1657 or you can
0: SMS us on... You can SMS us on 37988. So, get your Bibles ready. Get your phones Get Google going You must know (laughs) And then we would love to hear from you guys So send us the answers right on through Now let's just listen to a song And we'll be right back to confirm your answers 180 Degrees on I Am Youth Movement Follow us on Facebook today I Am Radio Health Tips How to be happy in your health
1: It's not just about being healthy It's about being happy should be quite interesting. Chocolates are the true source of happiness. And yes, chocolates are the true source of happiness. Mm-hmm. So, tonight's happy health tip is how to stay healthy on Christmas. So the reason why this is important, because Christmas is a time we fall back. So true. We really get to feasting and having Mm. all sorts of different foods. All our work throughout the year. And Mm. then we just fall back. (laughs) Number one, Christmas spirit. During the Christmas period, there is often more alcohol in the home than usual. In some of your homes, we understand than usual, which can increase the temptation to indulge. At this time of year, people also tend to socialize more, providing a spike in the number of opportunities to drink alcohol.
0: Yeah. Number two, remain. Oh, do not remain seated. Ooh, so we have to be walking off those calories. <laughs> so on huh? Christmas,
1: on Christmas Day. It can be tempting to sit after that f- after that lovely meal and after that whole Christmas lunch. But spend an hour or two. At the meal, yes. Yeah. At the table. You are sitting already. Mm-hmm. So take a few minutes just to walk around, just to move around. Yeah,
0: exactly. We're not telling you to do a full-on exercise. Maybe do some cleaning if you want. Just walk somewhere. Mm, take a nice stroll. Do the dishes. Yeah. <laughs> walk somewhere with the cousins. You know, family's there. Spend yes. some time taking leisurely walks.
1: Number three, overeating. Christmas Day for many of us is the most gluttonous day of the year. Mm -hmm. Dinner is vast And there is an accompanying array of biscuits, cheeses, chocolates And snacks to choose from throughout Mm -hmm. the day So yes, the snacks are are tempting on that day But ask yourself Do you really need that snack? Ask yourself Are you hungry or are you bored? Mm. Or are you just eating because you see it's there? Ask yourself
0: all these questions That's a life-saving question Because I know a lot of people just tend to eat because they're bored Like Sometimes food never fails you it really doesn't True So you need to sometimes Stop yourself Before you Don't fail food Too many times mm. And then you overeat And then now you have to Walk off all these calories And you know what It's, it's a nasty cycle But it's nice to have balance yes. I think Number four
1: Eat something healthful. Mm-hmm. Like, as we have established, Christmas Day is when everything unhealthy is out. There's cake, there's chops, there's this, there's that. Mm-hmm. There's starters, there's main meals, there's snacks in between, there's dessert. So, something that you guys can maybe do is replace a few things with maybe fruit, like yes, a fruit platter. Exactly. We're not saying you must be the only one eating fruit, mm. but maybe bring a fruit
0: platter. Exactly. Like you know there's going to be lots of foods and platters available. Why not have a healthy one? Why not get some nice some nice fruits, you can get some nice nuts. They're really vegans really know how to make very nice, you know, snacks out mm. of things that are actually healthy. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah.
1: So get yourself a vegan friend.
0: Yeah, they can help you.
1: <laughs> they will really help you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number five, mind your mental well-being. Very yes. important over this festive time. Consider doing something for someone else. Not everyone enjoys the holiday season. So true. So a little bit of kindness might do wonders for someone else. You never know. Yeah. So the kindness is not just for you. But it might do something for someone else that yeah. you you don't know what people are going through. Exactly. People you meet, you're not sure if they needed that smile from you, if they needed yeah. that of trifle.
0: <laughs> you you never know. Always treat people with kindness, you yes. guys. Especially during Christmas. It can be very hard for a lot of mm-hmm. people.
1: And the most important one, number six, be careful. Mm. Accidents do happen so true. on the roads, in the kitchen. It's busyness, it's kids running everywhere, it's hot oil here, it's a hot oven there. So be careful and be aware of your surroundings at all times. You know something my mom always used to say was that when you drive, you're not just thinking for yourself, you're thinking for five other drivers because you need to yeah. be that careful.
0: That's so you true. You need to think,
1: I might stop, but this one might not. Yeah. Or that one might cross. Or this mm-hmm. one might, you know. Yeah. So just be careful.
0: Yeah, oh, that's so true. Especially if you're driving and you're not alone in the car, because let's face it, this is family time. So odds are you're probably going to be driving with a bunch of other people. Being yes. careful is so important at this point in time. And it can get kind of mad in the car. It's so <laughs> true. Ooh, try not to get into fights, guys. This is family time. <laughs> family time. Time for some love. But oh my goodness, we are at the bottom of the hour, just like that. We're at the end of the show. It is 2, se- two 8 o'clock, actually. You guys tuned into 79 and listened to 180 Degrees with me, Zoe George, and with me, Inga Stoffels. Yes, but for now, we're going to have to sign out, but we will be back again for the last time next week. The final show of 2021. Please tune in to 7
1: to 9 a.m. Radio K Pulpit. This has been 180 Degrees, signing out.